0: Welcome to JRcigars.com, the world's largest cigar store. We boast the internet's widest selection of premium hand-rolled cigars at the guaranteed lowest prices. Our reinvigorated website is fast, user-friendly, and offers our customers an array of unique features. No access to a computer? No problem. Download our Shop JR app in the Google Play Store or our Steals and Deals in the App Store and you'll have access to our extensive selection at the tip of your fingers. With the fastest, low cost shipping in the industry, JR Cigars guarantees same day shipping if you order before three. This is JRCigars.com. All of the cigars, none of the hassle.
1: Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei.
2: Never alone
3: Hi right, Jack. Here we are. Uh, this is episode 187 of Smoke Night. Live Jack. What an incredible day. To be alive. To be alive. To uh, be broadcasting. Guys, Dojo, this is a big, big day. Today we announced our next collaborative cigar.
1: Our, and our last ever. We're hanging them up after this one. It is? Just kidding. We have like a zillion more.
3: So, guys, uh, as you may have noticed, or maybe not, uh, today we announced the uh, our next collaboration with Protocol Cigars. It's called the Nightstick. Now, this is a follow-up, Jack, to True the K9, which was a... Smash hit, which, uh, I mean, uh, look, I knew that was going to be a hit cigar. Like, I knew people were going to buy it. But I didn't realize how much people were going to like it. Like, that stick has sort of become... Lore. Lore I never in got any. the industry. You never got any because... I
1: smoked it. I literally had a minute... I had a meeting that was 90 minutes long. And it was right when it started. And I was like, well, I, I'll just go to my meeting, come out, boom, gone, 300 bundles.
3: Yeah. It, it sold out super fast. So, uh, so here's the deal. Uh, this cigar will be similar to the K9 in the sense that it will be sold through Famous Smoke Shop. Instead of 300 bundles, we've upped the production, almost doubled it yes. to 500 bundles because the last one was so popular. Um, this is a bigger stick. So nightstick. Think of nightstick. It has to be a bigger cigar. It's a six and a half by 54 Toro Gordo. Oh. I mean, it's a, this is a substantive stick.
1: Yes. Substantive stick. You could use. That's what was almost the name, substantive stick. We and c- then we decided, well, eh, it just doesn't really roll off the.
3: <laughs> we can use. We, we actually uh, the, the, we, we tag named the uh, Vitola the attitude adjuster. Because
1: the last one was the fur missile.
3: The fur the- missile, which is canine fur missile, but this is the attitude adjuster. And the cool thing about this one is the wrapper. Now, oh, man. how many times have you heard of this wrapper? Jordan, Jordan, our producer, is is on with us as well. Hey, Jordan. Jordan's Uh, Jordan's
0: here. Sorry, guys. Welcome Mm. to the show,
3: Jordan. But, Jordan, how many times have you heard of the rapper, a Habano?
1: Ecuadorian Habano Rosado Rosado Oscuro.
3: Okay, say that again. Ecuadorian
1: Habano Rosado Oscuro.
3: Ecuadorian Habano Rosado Oscuro. And that's
1: what makes this cigar so good. My mom almost named me. Ecuadorian Habano Rosado Oscuro. Really? It was between that or Jack. (laughs) It was a coin flip. Boom, that's how we got here. So
3: that's one of the cool things. Now, the fillers are, uh, you're going to get some sweetness in the fillers because they're Jalapa and candega fillers from Nicaragua. Jalapa. 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 As uh, Kyle Gellis might say, Jalapa. Jalapa. Do it. it, Imitate uh, Kyle Gellis uh, saying a sentence.
1: Yeah, so we're really excited about this year's uh, blend. Uh, We have some really great tobaccos from... (laughs) Oh <laughs> my just go full he full. just goes he just well, and uh, he like
3: sw- he like flips the switch and all of a sudden he's like yeah Nick full
1: the full treatment uh-huh. uh, when we were coming up with the uh, the kind of the creative process for this one what did you tell Hector what was kind of our uh, wh- I remember the conversation was that in Vegas when was this so
3: like the idea was like Hector this is gonna be a, it's, it's going to be called the nightstick so it's got to like smack you in the head. Yes, basic, essentially. Well, the
1: canine was supposed to be strong, right? That because was yeah, it's a result. dog,
3: a s- strong and dog. Now the
1: nightstick, and we smoke it. It's got some punch to it, but it's, it's got not some punch, like obnoxious. But
3: if you loved the canine, you'll like this. This is not. It's a. This I'll tell you this right now. Like a lot of people say, oh, this is just going to be all strength. No, not at all. In fact, the first thing you're going to notice about this is just it's full flavored cigar. It's got some sweetness to it, a little cinnamon, a little nutmeg. I think that if you like cigars in if general. Like cigars, why aren't you? If you like cigars in general, you're gonna love it. It comes in ten count bundles. Just and it's like probably
1: like a thousand dollars for a bundle, right? Eighty-nine bucks. You're kidding. Eighty-nine dollars. Can you even do
3: that? And here's the best part of all, guys, is we're gonna do the same release that we did last year with famous, and we're gonna have a protocol slash dojo party. Juan and Bill and all of us were flying out there. Will be at famous cigar shop from noon until midnight. Until on question mark on noon April fifth. Question mark noon until question mark April fifth. So if you're anywhere in that region, come and join us. It's yes. going to be a we got a couple fun.
1: couple dojo guys already. Yeah. Booking and cooking.
3: How, how quickly Jordan that the canine sold out like super fast. Like, like it was like an, an hour. hour and 45 hours. minutes.
1: Yeah. No, it was an hour and like 15 minutes. Right, it went Cause f- I had a super fast. Online all yeah. online cuz we had some more in the yes. shop. And yeah.
3: people always tell me to this day they're like, "Ah, why didn't you tell me about the canine? I I wanted to buy it." Guys, I'm Whoa. telling you about the nightstick right now. It's going to sell fast. I know there's guys last time we got into famous, somebody had already pre-ordered like 10 bundles. So yeah. like these are going to go super fast. Make sure that you're ready on April fifth. That's three weeks from right now.
1: Yeah, well, that'll be that'll be really fun. Three I mean, weeks you, if from if you're in right the area, now. make it happen. Just come on down. And if make you're not happen. in the area, still make it happen. What are you doing? Exactly. So that's going to be a blast. I yeah. can't wait. Today was. I always love it,
3: Jack, when we finally get to tell, tell the people. world. Well, we about, get to
1: tell people because yeah. we've
3: been working on this for an entire year.
1: Since yeah, at least July, maybe earlier.
3: And and that's the thing is like literally the process of this like blending and making the packaging and the logo and everything it takes an entire year to do one of these the, the right way and so we've been working on this for a year and i know some of the guys i've i've even told a couple of the do- like dojo guys like jeff todd and stuff like what's coming up but um when we finally get to tell the world and yes. like let it go and like it's out, the cat's let out of the it bag go. it's so much fun it's like it's very uh, people you, are going
1: to love it you did a great job on the branding of it, it looks freaking so cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm excited about that. But
3: the best part is it tastes cool. April, it tastes cool. It (laughs) tastes (laughs) cool. It tastes Mm. cool, man. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Uh, Another big thing that we we announced this week is our big March Madness contest.
1: Yes, with Alec Bradley and Rabbit Air. That starts. So Selection Sunday is this Sunday. Right. If they haven't yet, they can find the page either on Cigar Dojo or Alec Bradley. Right. It'll take you to a sheet. You put in your information.
3: So, like, here's the thing. You have to do our, like, pre-form first so that we know where to send the prizes. Because the winning, the guy who wins the grand prize is going to get an actual Alec Bradley rabbit air. Yes. Air purifier, which biggest is like $500. value
1: prizes ever.
3: Yeah, it's like $500 prize. And there will be a second place and a third place. And what's cool also is we always get a bunch of, uh, it, it, I don't know if you're familiar with the March Madness tournament or not, which we call the bracket challenge because yes. we're not supposed to say March Madness. But we're on the live show. Who cares? Yeah. Right? But anyways... Uh, a lot of uh, cigar industry guys play along. Yeah,
1: and it's on. So it's on ESPN. So you'll go to this entry page, enter right. in all your info. That'll give you. So you send that. You'll get an email with the password to get in. So you submit that, and then you can go on the whole sheet and track it live. So this Sunday is Selection Sunday. So
3: right now you, you could can, you yes. could you could sign up right now, right, you sh- Jack? You could and you should. And, and make then your you team make name. Make
1: sure on Sunday. So before Thursday. Yeah. you have to actually create a bracket. Yeah,
3: Thursday's the first tip-off game, so you have to have your bracket actually done by then. You can't do your bracket now because the brackets haven't been decided. The teams haven't until Sunday night, yes, ish, right? So that's going to be a ton of fun. We'll we'll keep updating people as they go on. I all I know is there's already been hundreds of entries. Yes. So get in on that cuz I mean, who who wouldn't want a really cool yes. Alec Bradley um and by the way, second place Second place has one of those cool new Alec Bradley like, like mega humidor, mega things. burner things. Yes, that too. It's like a it's like and a it has lighter a little, that's like this big.
1: They, they, they used to have that tabletop one that's like a little smaller. Now they have this big. Mo- I lit a Texas Lancero with one, and I've never felt like I was overcompensating more in my <laughs> entire
3: life. So get in on that. That's going to be a ton of fun. We'll keep you guys updated in the next uh, week or so as to I you have, know yeah. when you can do your.
1: You know, actual bracket picks and all that sort We're of stuff. We're doing a dojo fantasy baseball league. Oh. I'm trying to fill a couple spots too, so just you know. Yeah,
3: so we've never done a dojo fantasy baseball league.
1: Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Just
3: Slide, slide in the and DMs
1: if you if you are actually and there's going to be there'll guy. be there'll
3: be some big prizes for that. Yeah, as we'll, we'll do
1: some cigars and stuff. If I lose, I'll probably send them. Eventually. That's like the
3: longest contest in the world because <laughs> baseball season.
1: Yeah, sometime in November is you'll get the most
3: ridiculously long. Why do It'll they need fun. to play 160 games?
1: I think that they would be totally fine with doing 140, but they're so stuck in their ways now that oh, all the like, a h-
3: like 140 would be like way better.
1: Well, hockey's. I mean, the se- the hockey season's pretty long. There's just it's less rest. games. There's less rests, right? In baseball, so like there's a, probably an extra month or so, but whatever. You know, what are you gonna do? America's pastime. Show, so some, show some respect to America's pastime, Eric. So, Jack, what are you smoking? I am smoking, um, which I'm so stupid. We're, we have an LFD show. I have a box of Andalusian bowls, so I smoke a OG <laughs> so that's, that's I am smoking
3: the uh, Andalusian bowl. And by the way, I, I smoked several of these early on. And I the first time I smoked it, I was like, eh, that's all right. And then the second time I smoked it, I was like, that's yeah, pretty good.
1: But tonight I was smoking it, and it tastes friggin' amazing. I love it because it is the longest smoking cigar. Yeah, you, you got it. I one time I'm not. I'm not even kidding you. I smoked one Andalusian bull for like an entire round of golf. It was like <laughs> four hours. I was like, "How is this?" It's like the <laughs> everlasting gobstopper. I was like, "How are you still? What is this? What is this doing?" So
3: uh, that brings us to our guest this week. Now, Jack, a few weeks back, uh, we were in Florida, and we were it at was the one of
1: the most w- magical nights of my life.
3: We were at the uh, Red Meat Lovers Club smoke in S- pre-dinner event sponsored
1: by LFD and
3: we got to interview Lito Gomez.
1: It was amazing. He's my grandfather now.
3: And Lito and you had made some sort of connection. He like
1: like he like put his hand on my shoulder and like kind of like looked so deep in my eyes that like <laughs> it was like he was like 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 we were connecting on like a spiritual level. So yeah. he's my grandfather. He doesn't know. Nobody's told him that yet. Jack,
3: you know what? To be honest, you have not been the same since that I've night. I've been
1: on a cloud since. I was like, <laughs> "This is the most amazing <laughs> thing." Wearing strange having. hats. Yeah, but he see. he pulled off one of the most amazing moves I've ever seen. And this might be a good time to bring on John. But he, so we have the cans, right? When we travel, and he has the cool hat. So you know, you think, well, he'll just put the cans on, take the hat off. No, 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 <laughs> not Lito Gomez. He put the cans on, hat on top, and you're like, oh, it probably <laughs> looked pretty posturous. No. He looked, looked good. Sweet. Yeah, he looked sweet. Because that's the kind of guy he is. He could, is. like, fall down a flight of stairs and just, like, get up and look perfectly, <laughs> like, like, his ads. like. Uh, anyways. All <laughs> right, so let's
3: bring on our guest. Folks, we, we really wanted to do this because when we had Lito on the show, uh, we were like, you know, we need to get more into it. Like, that night was, like, sort of dedicated to the Red Meat Lovers Club. So we talked a lot of Red, Red Meat Lovers Club stuff. But then we thought, you know, we we need to have like an an actual LFD show. So uh, the vice president of sales of uh, La Florida Dominicana is John Carney, and he joins us now. John, welcome to Smoke Night Live, my friend. You are on the air, brother. How you doing?
4: Doing excellent. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I do have one comment. Yes. uh, Yes. (laughs) For one of his, you're talking. you were doing the impression of Kyle Gillis. uh, (laughs) Where he was talking. One of my biggest pet peeves. It doesn't bother me, but one of my biggest <laughs> pet are people, when they pronounce things, they're speaking English, and then say they say something like prosciutto, and they're like, oh, I, I had a nice prosciutto, or I had a nice mozzarella. I'm like, it's, no, it's sh- mozzarella. And they're like, no, it's mozzarella. And I'm like, <laughs> "They're like, that's Italian. I go, but I go, everything else you said wasn't in Italian. Si. So, like, why was mozzarella in this Italian? Is this. This is I hate the whole when
1: people thing. say La Croix. It's Lacroix. La La I, like, I say faux, and I know it's wrong. I say faux. I know you're supposed to say faux. And Matt and I have got Matt's da- staring daggers at me right now, but I—that's my thing. It's like unless you're unless you're speaking Spanish, or if you're doing yeah. the whole, just do just just do the do
3: regular just Jalapa. I'm I'm actually the uh, king of mispronunciations, but I do it unintentionally. I like I don't like all this su- all of a sudden roll my Rs like Kyle Gillis, and I love Kyle. He's great, but like he would say. Robusto. Robusto. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, where did that come from? That's what happens. All of a sudden. But anyways, so we're glad that you joined us on the show tonight, Jonathan. You're one of the most sort of like outspoken uh, guy. And we've watched, you know, I've seen you on Coop a lot of times. You're always hilarious. So it's been a long time coming. We wanted to get you on the show. And so finally we're here. I'm sure that this is probably one of the greatest nights of your life.
4: I'm gonna be honest. It's it's exceptional. Yeah, yes. Uh, and this has been something I've wanted to be doing. I've uh, been wanted, uh, wanted to do for a while as well. So, as I said, it's been a long time coming. I will tell you, I'm sitting in Miami here, and they have. I'm at the uh, Costa Monte Cristo, uh, downtown Miami, and they gave me uh, the private conference room. Ooh, so wow. I I mean, I, I'm kind of embarrassed. That they gave me like my own personal server. Just so <laughs> keeps coming by the. So if you see me stick my thumb up, I'm like telling her hello. Like okay. Why don't Let's, we get that? Can I'm, we get that? We yeah, kind of me, like a I had like a meat platter, <laughs> glasses of wine. She did like a wine tasting. Yeah, as long as you and, don't... By the way, there's, there's another vendors' event going on in the actual store right now. <laughs> screw them.
1: <laughs> so... As long as you're not getting like a pedicure during the show, like no, a little. Sorry, just a little, a little left. That would be better.
3: No, uh, Jonathan. Last time we saw you was at the uh, Red Meat Lovers Club. Now, you—you you personally, he's a are, beef, a beef boy. You are a meat connoisseur, and great, uh, great th- that night. Because, like, for me, that night was uh, there was yeah, some yeah. there was some amazing meat. But I'm not. Maybe I might not be at the level. Yeah, like,
1: I'm. am like I, a beef. I'm like a beef peasant.
3: I I consider myself like a pretty good cook. Like like yeah. When I cook meat on the grill, like. I feel like, man, Things I'm, go the, well. I'm the king of my domain. But, Jonathan, you take it to a whole new level. What was that night like? How would you grade the Red Meat Lovers Club that night when we were at the, the Smoke-In pre-event dinner?
4: The the club in general has been something that's been real fascinating to me um, over the last year or so since I've been um, more aware of what they've been doing and following, like what Abe, and, um, Abe from Smoke-In has been involved in it. Uh, they've done some really cool events. So for me, it was kind of like a Super Bowl moment. Um, right. For steak. And, and, and I, I grew up in the restaurant business. So mm. I've always been passionate about food and restaurants. But the last few years, um, red meat's become something that I've, be, you know, I've dabbled in more than just eating. Right. Um, you know, Ooh. Lito and I actually, about two years ago, we were in Nebraska and we started talking about dry aging at home. So we were just talking about different ways you could dry age and none of us had said that we were actually gonna do it. But like two two weeks later I ran into him at the office we're sitting down, and he's like, Hey, by the way, he's like, check this out. He's like, I'm dry aging at the house. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, wait a minute, check this out. I go, I'm dry aging at the house. So we're like sharing pictures oh, man. of of our dry aging. Um and, and different cooking techniques and whatnot. So the Red Meat Lovers Club thing is really, really cool. They're doing some great stuff. They're on a trip right now, I think, up in Tampa. They're going to Burn Steakhouse in Tampa, which is not in my top ten steakhouses in nope. the United States, but it is one of the best steakhouses/slash well, experiences you can ever have. Let's get into
1: that list. What is like a top three steakhouse list? Look oh, like? wait, wait,
3: can, wait. Let me let me start yeah. this. Let me start this because uh, Jonathan brought up Nebraska. Now, Jonathan, I don't know if you know this, but possibly the greatest place to eat beef in the world is in Omaha, Nebraska. It's called Farmer Brown's. And it, they make the most. It's, it's seriously like these two twins started it, two twin ladies in 1902.
1: And twins! And
3: <laughs> they make, they literally make the best prime rib. Yeah. It's insane. You've, you've ever eaten in your life. So, Jonathan, if you are ever back in Nebraska, you've got to go to Omaha and go to. Farmer Brown's steakhouse. Hmm. It's
1: one of those places you like can't find unless yeah. somebody takes you there. You have to like be blindfolded. <laughs> right,
3: exactly. <laughs> you you can't go there unless you know somebody who knows somebody. Like who Johnny knows something about it. Johnny Carson, like he used to have like Farmer Brown prime ribs sent to him.
1: Was there an actual farmer or is this one of those places where they just have a name?
3: It's literally in a farm. Oh, it's literally okay. like in a farm with cows. Uh, it's the I, I, it's I'm the greatest place in with the world.
1: It.
4: I I have not been, but Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with Farmer Browns. And it it is. It's in an actual farm. Right. And um, they've been featured on a bunch of television shows. I mean, it's world famous. Uh, I I actually personally covered Nebraska. uh, The way our sales reps are set up, Nebraska is like the one state um, that that just doesn't cross over. So I I go to Nebraska. Um, However, I'll be honest. Omaha is not one of my favorite places to eat steak, which is kind of strange.
3: Well, Um, Jonathan, the next time you're there. You call me like three weeks in advance, <laughs> and we will drive out and meet you there, because we got we got we have got to go there. In fact, when I went there, we were, we were on like a hockey trip, like our my kids played hockey, and there was a guy. He was a local. That was his his kid was on the team, but he was a local. It Omaha. was
1: it was Farmer Brown.
3: No, <laughs> but <laughs> Mr. Brown. He, he was like you know we got go to go this place, so we go to this place. And at the time I, I feel embarrassed to say this. You're like you're like really exce- You're like sitting in the front
1: of your chair. Like. I am
3: I I'm a sort of embarrassed to, to tell the story a little bit, Jonathan, but at the time, I really was not like a prime rib guy, right? Like I wasn't a prime rib guy. And so like I He was you know, a prime rib girl. The this guy the a, guy was like, okay this is before the surgery. You know, these guys are these guys are famous for making prime rib, you know. So order the prime rib. I'm like, no, nah, I'll just have a steak. Just give me a steak. I like steak. I love steak. He's like, No, trust me, just order a prime rib, and so I ordered a prime rib, and it was one of those moments, Jack.
1: You saw through the clouds? I
3: saw through the clouds. This thing comes out in a puddle of au jus sauce.
1: Puddle's a gross word for and, something that's supposed to be delicious. And, <laughs> and you could cut it with your fork. Puddle? And ever
3: since that moment, Jonathan, puddle. I have been...
4: Like, fiending? A
3: prime rib, like, fiend. Yeah. Like, it's like the greatest piece of meat in the world.
4: So my... My family, we owned. My dad owned a pizza shop. Mm. Uh, it was called The Villager. we owned a seasonal uh, dairy bar up in. I'm from Maine originally, so dairy bars are real popular up there. You have ice creams, like fried Maine seafood. We had a. We actually have a secret family ring recipe, so that was a seasonal thing. And then we had a family dining restaurant. Every Friday we had a, a roast beef buffet, and my dad would do these like gigantic slow roasted top rounds. So I was always a big roasted meat fan. And that's really how I ate steak, and I didn't really get into cooking steak differently until probably the last like four years, and uh, you know it's really become a passion of it. And so yeah, the red meat lovers thing for me, it's challenging. It's challenging to cook that much meat. Well, yeah, you're doing tomahawks for like hundreds of people. They had three hundred and I think sixty-eight pounds of beef. Mm. Um, They they cooked a tomahawk. The only way to do it, I thought the thing they did great was the um, the crust. On all of the meats were were amazing. The one that was cooked the best was the beef tenderloin. I don't know if you had the filet mignon or not. I did. The filet was cooked absolutely perfect. I probably had a, two pounds of that. Um, but the ribeyes, the ribeyes were great cuts of meat. It's just really hard to to cook something that big At for that volume. many people. So it was you had to get a perfect a perfect because I prefer medium rare, and they were more on the side of like medium mm. medium well. But it was it was an over the top experience. You're, it, you're, was, it was amazing
3: for you, Jonathan, eating steak like that tomahawks is probably like for me. You know, I can't, I barely can go out and have Italian food because I was raised Italian. So it's hard. It's hard for me to go to a restaurant and gets, like, spaghetti. So, like, I'm imagining you... Like spaghetti or prosciutto,
1: spaghetti. you know, you I'm, ama- be- I'm imagining
3: eat. you at event, an event like that. It's probably the same way because you're so used to, like, You're doing a man it. of culture. You're a man of, of meat, so you know the meat so well. It's probably hard, you know, to, like, appreciate... You know the meat so well. I you
4: know, to, 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 <laughs> trying to make friends I, with you. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to swear in this show, yeah, but go for I it. definitely <laughs> judge the shit out of every place <laughs> I go and there's serving right. steak. Um it, it steaks one of those things too where it's so personal it's like you're talking like Italian food like you, your your mom and your grandmother's you know gravy was the best gravy right you know it, you know the steak you cook is the best way to cook the steak mm. uh, so everyone's real personal so I, I did a, a steak dry age steak seminar at a cigar shop out in uh, Little Rock Arkansas so <laughs> I had I cooked I cooked like four tomahawks they were all, I had a 30 day dry age 50 day dry age. And I did strip steaks, 30-day, 50-day, and I did regular prime, no dry age, and I did choice so they could all taste the different flavors. So I said to them, I go, by the way, this is what I said to the group of 30 people right before I started. I go, here's a unique thing. I go, you all bought a ticket. It was like $30. I go, I gave you four cigars, which is the value of the ticket. With that, I'm going to give you steak. I go, I'm going to give you a glass of wine. I go, so you're getting more than your money's worth with the food and drinks. The cigars are, are what you paid for I go so I'm gonna cook this however I want to, and you're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> I, go, I don't want to hear about it. And everybody laughed. And then one guy was like, uh, the whole time he's just like, oh, he's, he's watching everything I'm doing. I mean, these steaks were cooked perfect. And at the end, he's like, man, I could do it better. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, are you Get kidding me? Get out right of my now? face! I like, hope you don't choke on a bone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a dingleberry! Now, John, you, are, are your pal uh, Terrence Riley is watching, and you guys are both New Englanders. Uh, he's a masshole. Patriots fan, Red Sox fan. I'm assuming. My question for you is, why are you the
4: way that you are? <laughs> so, I mean, Terrence can attest to this. I, I mean, I the, the strangest thing for me is, so I was a closet Cowboys fan growing up, just because you, you you're That's a, a good fan of fan <laughs> when you're young. Yeah, it's real <laughs> fitting. So I was I was I was sitting with a guy um a big cigar smoker ed reed down here in miami he played for the university of miami he's probably the best safety of all time great down-to-earth guy and i was talking with him a couple weeks ago he was at an event we were doing i'd never run into but i've been saving this for like three or four years is right before he retired they didn't there was an article on him they were talking about how um you know who his son he has he has a young son you know i think he's probably like 15 or 16 now and his son, while his dad was playing, his favorite team was the Patriots. Oh my! And gosh. I was sitting. There, I said, "Ed, I go. I mean, man, I go. How do you react to that? Like, how do you handle it?" He goes, "Because you know, in the story, he said he goes, 'It just is what it is.' He they 'They're really good.' He's like, 'So I don't blame my son for liking.' Him. So, for me, the way I am, I'm the way I am because I, I watched them suck. I mean, my whole life, I, my sophomore year of college is when New England sports started becoming a big deal besides the Celtics. Like, I didn't even want – I watched the Red Sox win their first World Series there in whatever, 90 million years, um, and that's where it started to change. And it changed when the Patriots won that first Super Bowl. That really changed the mentality of the folks of the city. So I watched them suck for so long. It was just a matter of um, how awful it had been. I think the, the younger and bandwagon Patriots and New England sports fans are the most insufferable because they didn't earn any of it. Mm. I mean, I, I was born knowing that the Red Sox weren't supposed to win. I was born watching the Patriots just get manhandled. Um, you know, I didn't I, I was born after the Bruins were good. I was born after the Celtics were good. Um, so it was you know, it's just depressing, really. It's I'm having a depression. really hard time, John, <laughs>
1: feeling sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that you you know I'm not saying you guys are bandwagoners or anything like that. Or you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, but I I'm just kind of my, my general statement on the situation I guess is I hate you. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, actually, Jack, I, I recently went through the five stages. Yeah, you, you wrote this down. And this I went through the
3: five stages of, uh, you know, have you ever heard of the five, John, have you ever heard of the five stages of grief? Oh, yeah. No. So I, I went through the, through the five stages of hating Tom Brady and the Patriots. So I'll just tell you what they were. So, like, Super Bowl 36, I was in the denial stage. And then uh, Super Bowl thirty, what is that? Eight? eight. You're
1: doing a good job. He
3: wrote them all in
1: the yeah. actual numerals yeah. instead of just writing <laughs> the number. <laughs> I was up. in I was in the <laughs> anger. I was
3: in the anger stage. I was in the anger stage.
1: Excited to see what you do here. And then
3: Super Bowl thirty-nine. <laughs> oh, yep. I was in the bargaining stage. Like, please, Lord, make <laughs> find <laughs> a way, strike him down, <laughs> strike him down. <laughs> Can you? T- and then, uh, and then Super Bowl. What is that, Jack?
1: Oh, that's uh, forty, forty-nine.
3: Forty-nine. I was in the depression stage, and then finally, in 2016, it's Super Bowl 51. I became in the acceptance stage. I can't even hate. I can't even hate Tom Brady and and the Patriots anymore because they're so good. In fact, this last Super Bowl, John, I was literally rooting for the
4: Patriots because I went through the five stages of hating the Patriots. It's it's really unique because it's I, you know I I talk about this it's I I I, got, I was fortunate enough to see a little bit of like Larry Bird I was I got to see ninety percent of Jordan's career and we witness the same thing with a guy like Kobe Bryant LeBron James when you have guys that are great it's really fun right. to actually watch it you know it I, is to, like to hate on LeBron like I you know the stuff he does it's annoying but I don't hate on him I, I'm just enjoying watching him play now. Because I went through denial of, like, oh, I hate him. Right. No, nah, he's not the greatest of all time. But when you look at Brady and what he's done in his career, he, I've never seen somebody with a larger chip on their shoulder that's done more than he – nobody's done more than him in his sport. But I mean, he has such a huge chip on his shoulder, and you've got to admire that. And to watch something that's that great and that unique, I mean, every time he steps on the field, it, it's, it's a record. And by right. the way – you have the conversation of oh Jordan greatest all time he's the greatest all time greatest all-time. I mean Brady it's not even close Brady's number one in all of it I mean if you look at what he's accomplished it's not even comparable um, he's just on a different stratosphere I know. and it's, it's 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 something to watch this It's
1: is disgusting
3: it's painful it is disgusting this is, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's this, is not, this is not what this show is supposed to be uh, it's painful but true.
1: Back I, to, back to meat real quick. Meat, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> uh, somebody was wondering what you think about this cooking with sous vide.
3: Ah, somebody. Oh, uh, sous vide question.
4: So okay, I I, um, I, I hate sous vide. No. Oh, I, I love a take. I, like I love this. a take.
3: I love when a guy has an opinion. <laughs> I like this.
4: Yeah,
2: you know, sous vide
4: is cheating. Um, if you know how to cook, I prefer tempered cooking, where you where you rest, cook for a short period of time, high heat, rest, let the beef rest, and you can cook even. If you look at some of my posts online, all my stuff's uh, tempered cooking, um, so it's it's even throughout and it's got a great crust on the outside. Sous vides cheating. You throw it in, you throw it in a, in a <laughs> you throw it in a plastic bag, put it in submerged water, and it takes out the fun and the art of it. Mm. Now it became popular because a lot of high end restaurants were doing sous vide. Um, I'm actually on, in April, I'm doing a, a bar, I'm, this has nothing to do with cigars, I'm actually doing a barbecue pit podcast oh, with
2: cool. these guys
4: up in New England, and uh, they brought me on because they were cigar guys, but they don't smoke cigars during the show, it's just a, a It's just a barbecue and pit and grilling show, so they're bringing me on to talk about dry-aged beef, how I cook it, and they're actually going to have a uh, a sous vide there that I'm going to to have Destroyed. some discussions with. <laughs> you like so me, up like, I, I, the, like me, the fax cheated, machine cheated.
3: In, in office yeah. space. <laughs> All right, so so I think we've we've covered the – let's let's get into cigars.
4: Ah, uh, you think so? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's well, into- You guys want to hear my steakhouses, so you want to top three is what you asked. Oh, right? yeah, yes. right. We,
3: yeah. we, we totally what, like blew that – we blew by that. Sorry.
4: Or should I call you Habano Rosado Oscuro? Is yes. please do. Is that, yes. the, is that do. The more appropriate? Yes. All right, so my number one steakhouse right now in the U.S., uh, is it's called Doris Metropolitan. It's an Israeli guy. He's got one in um, Oh it's Salt
1: Bay, the guy with the thing.
4: Nah, it's overpriced. I'm like two blocks from over there. That place is <laughs> absurdly expensive. Great meat, but way cool. too expensive. Um, Doris Metropolitan He's got one going New Orleans, Houston, and Costa Rica. It's fantastic. However, I, I, just because of in full disclosure. Um, well, man, this is awful, I can't, it's hard for me to say this. They actually sous-vide their meat. <laughs> you're um, kidding
1: me. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. snitched on yourself. How the wheel turns. You're like, you're like I hate sous-vide. Turn, <laughs> tables have turned. I hate sous-vide, it's the worst. Well, My favorite steak, sous-vide. <laughs> These guys, <laughs> yeah. you gotta try it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know why I like it, because it when it's when you it feel go to so the you want it the way you want it, and if it's sous-vide, then it's going to be perfect the way you want it, so you don't have to worry about something. Using proper cooking techniques. So that's number one. Um, number two for me right now in um, in North America. This is such a, a it's such a flex when you
1: have to qualify. Like my favorite continental US <laughs> steakhouse that's open regular hours. There was a pop up steakhouse shop in Japan that I went to, but you know, that's not not, not gonna make this it's list.
4: Qualified. Yeah. There's a spot called duck. Uh, Coup de cheval in Montreal, uh, which is over the top. That place, is, that, that place is great. Yeah, that's a really good spot. So that's number two. And uh, number three right now for me, oh, man, it's, it's tough for me to list. Let me pull my list up here. He has an actual <laughs> – yeah, You, should, you, you should, should start like Beef Dojo. He, he has, has a, an actual yeah. list. <laughs> this is
2: like this, hey, I'm, is I'm like, this cigar made.
1: stuff is uh, just kind of like moonlighting you're like I gotta get paid somehow I gotta daddy can't buy beef by himself
4: <laughs> alright so we got
3: if we ever start beef right. wars we, we know beef who to,
4: wars absolutely we know who to go to but, uh, Bizarre Meat in Las Vegas at the SLS oh. is um, Jose Andres' restaurant He that's where I that's where I started my passion for uh, tempered cooking oh, nice. he has he's. Uh, he has these wood-fired grills essentially that are custom-made and he cooks it's like 1800 degrees and they put it on for like 20 seconds take it off take the temperature and they have like a science so if you order steak it takes like an hour and 20 minutes to get it really um because they cook it the whole time so yeah bizarre meat's number three but that's where that's where my passion for dry-aged meat really started it was about four years ago i went there and uh, I, mean, I had a great experience. I'm like, this is so cool. I'm like, I got to start trying this stuff at home. So that's number one, two, and three. I know it's
1: bizarre, like the, uh, but I bizarre meat is what uh, Juan Cancel calls us junk. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Food Network stars? Who's your favorite? Oh, who's the best Food Network guy? Is Bobby Flay? Is Bobby Flay a joke? I mean, a lot of people are saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying. So
4: you got all, so you got all these shows that Bob, you got, uh, you know, you got Beat, these shows like Beat Bobby Flay. Bobby all these Flay is challenges. on
1: every show that there is. I don't know why, because he's kind of milk toast, but everybody loves him. I'm not a, I'm not anti, I'm not, look, I don't want to say that I'm this. not I'm a not, fan. I'm not anti-Bobby Flay. I am a Guy Fieri guy, Guy Fieri <laughs> guy, through and through. So triple G, triple D, noon to dusk, that's where I'm at. But, you know, it's just, that's a man's opinion.
4: I, I, I originally, I was a Tyler Florence fan. Oh, wow. I, when I started watching Food Network, because he, uh, he did these, he had this show called like The Ult- Ultimate, so it was like Tyler Florence's Ultimate. Oh, yeah. And it was like Tyler Florence's Ultimate Wings, Ultimate yes. Steak, and he had already cooked like in, the, the studio was in his house, kind of, uh, it felt like it was in his house, and uh, it was a really cool show, so I always really liked Tyler Florence, I think he's a really Good chef. He's not, I mean, he's a celebrity chef, but he's not as out there as some of them. I do like Bobby Flay quite a bit. I'm just not a, I I love, you know, Tex Mex Mexican food, but like, I'm just not, that's not something I I love so much, so I don't relate to him as much.
1: Alton Brown, is he a nerd? Like, is it, I mean, is the science there? (laughs) I like him. I use his turkey recipe every year. I want to give him a wedgie. That's just kind of my (laughs) official
4: Alton Brown take. So, yeah, Bobby. In my opinion, Alan Brown is a nerd. Bobby <laughs> Flay's the real deal. You know what's great about Bobby Flay? So I grew up in the restaurant business. As I said Bobby Flay's not only a really good chef, but he's a great cook. Mm. Like he can mm. cook. Yeah, so, like ma- when he like, does Mesa, these shows. Mesa Grill yeah, can cook. in
3: Vegas is. It's dope. Mesa Grill in Vegas is amazing. Like the uh, pork there. If you have the pork tenderloin, it will change the way you eat pork.
1: Mm. Mm. Eric, you know what? You know what we should do? What? Let's get a little commercial. Okay. And then maybe. Talk we talk about a cigar for a second.
2: <laughs> All right, let's go to a commercial before Everybody we start go. our Food Network podcast. Grab a
1: drink uh,
3: if you have to, and uh, if you have to go to the restroom, whatever. But hey, this 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 podcast we're gonna eventually get into cigars.
1: <laughs> I think that this is kind of like a, just like John is a uh, uh. cigar salesman. By trade but a beef lover like at heart like if you could just do that <laughs> this is kind of just a guys being dudes podcast with a little cigar sprinkled on. Top. all right
3: so hang tight we'll be back in about one minute
0: here at seriouscigars.com we specialize in premium high-end and boutique cigars along with carrying the wide selection of the most popular cigar brands around we have an array of premium cigars accessories humidors cutters and lighters when new products hit the market seriouscigars.com is the first to have them available for sale we offer a variety of promotions to all of our customers. As an added bonus, order by 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and your order ships the very same day. Our best in-class customer service team can help with whatever you need. We are SeriousCigars.com. You live a cigar lifestyle? Do you have a passion for fine beer, premium spirits, and old
1: cuisine? If so, you are in the right place. This is Cigars.com. What makes Cigars.com unique It's not only its superb selection of premium cigars, but the fact that it is powered by you. We will showcase special deals and features along with tips and tricks from industry experts to enhance your
0: cigar lifestyle. A new era in cigars have arrived, and it starts here.
3: Jack, we are back, episode Oof. 187. If you're just joining us, uh, we have uh, John Carney, Vice President of Sales from La Florida Dominicana on the show, and we've been basically Jack, we've been basically talking beef.
1: We've been talking beef. about anything but cigars. So, <laughs> and I and I will we'll get into cigars immediately after this. But we're talking about Food Network chefs, and somebody said that John kind of looks like Robert Irvine <laughs> a little bit. What do we think about that, John? Official uh, official response on on that situation.
4: I love Robert Irvine. He uh, his his show, Restaurant Impossible, was incredible. Uh, the the one he did those meals where he cooked in like
2: Oh, they, yeah.
4: he, he had to That was crazy because, I mean, this is probably a story. This is a story for off the air sometime. But I, I used to be a, a manager for Olive Garden when I was out of college. Ooh, baby. My my undergrad degree was in hospitality management, and man, I used to throw together so many ridiculous things. At Olive Garden, like I used to make Chinese food at Olive Garden out of all the Italian stuff we had. So it was like Robert Irvine's show was so freaking cool because like the guy would put gourmet meals together and cook it in like a porta potty.
1: Cooking in a porta potty—that is also <laughs> another Juan sell reference. What about which, the, uh, we, we can't stop talking. Cake about. Boss versus wait, wait, Jordan. We'll we got it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay. okay I'm right. sorry, Jordan. we I, talk cigars, I right? have yeah. to. We have to. <laughs> we, we just wanted to know. Cake, which which we will we'll start a new podcast. that the end of the show. Are you saying
3: Cake Boss versus uh, King of What was but, the other guy? Versus but, Duff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Duff. Duff.
4: Right. The Cake
1: Buddy Velastro,
4: Cake Boy. <laughs> D- Duff's. I haven't watched that show. Duff's going to kick the guy's ass. Duff's the man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Official abs- statement.
1: All right. So LFD you, cigars, right? You you know about them? We love them. <laughs> so uh, Jonathan, tell
3: folks. Maybe let's give a quick Reader's Digest version of how you got into the business, how you got to where you are. Today. how did you get hooked up with La Florida Dominicana and Lido Gomez?
4: So in June uh, this year, it'll be my full, eighth full year. Wow, so I'll be entering man. my ninth, ninth year with uh, with Lido and Inez. and uh, it's been awesome. It, this was not something that I ever thought was like a career or job or anything. I just i i i, I was very fortunate. I went to school at UCF in Orlando and uh, Corona Cigars, which is yeah, the I'm Walt sure. Disney World of cigars,
1: Metropolis. Uh,
4: not just because it's in, not just because it's in Orlando, it is the Disney World of cigars. It's very a special place. Um, it happened to be right in town where I went to college, so I started smoking cigars when I was a freshman in college with a buddy of mine, and then um, we we really just adapted on going to Corona. And then Jeff at Corona was growing his business significantly at the time, and uh, you know he expanded to three stores. So it was really just nature being around the cigar culture and i started smoking cigars right out of uh, i started smoking cigars at corona religiously right out of college when i had more money to buy them when i was in college we were just i was just smoke whenever my friend had when his family went on vacation so we'd smoke cuban cigars um <laughs> cao flavors okay. the, the CAO yes. moon trance Eileen's dream oh, so we'd smoke that stuff we just talked so it was fun i enjoyed having cigars and something that i grew into i you know i bought a I bought a humidor and then um Right out of college, I they said I worked for Olive Garden for two and a half years as a manager for them, and I got fired. Um, nice. I, I was I was dating one of my hostesses at the time, and that wasn't specifically. This is like the literally reason, the movie, like the movie Waiting.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, but anyway, so that 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 kind of for me was uh, I, I kind of not I, I had a, like a quarter life crisis. I was like twenty five. I thought I had it all figured out on what my career was going to be. I was with a big company. and... Uh, it was a lot of success there, and then it kind of all came falling down. So I really leaned back onto cigars, um, and I started working very loosely, the term work. I started working at a little cigar shop in Orlando. It was called Havana Sensation. It's no longer there. And the owner, Ed Santoro, was a really good friend of mine. He still is. I still see him off and on. And uh, he just kind of like brought me in, and it was kind of – you know, we joke around like cigar businesses is the land of Misfit Toys. I mean, this place was where the misfit toys all got collected, <laughs> and and for me that was that was my escape for a couple of years. Uh, and I went back to grad school, and then I was hung out at the cigar shop every single night, and I started trying different cigars. I started smoking LFD uh, at that time, and then that was probably 2009, 2010. And uh, Lido's son Tony, who was the gentleman that blended Lenox Chapter mm, One, Chapter right. Two, uh, Level Cado, which is what I'm smoking now. Um, you know, he collaborated with his dad on Andalusian Bowl. Uh, he was our sales rep because he was just out his college, too. So he started to get involved in the company. Uh, so we kind of hit it off. We just became friends. This was I've known Tony now, probably 11 years. And um, so we just kind of connected up. And I was I was going to go into a cigar shop as like an operating partner. I had no money. I had nothing. I had like three hundred dollars to my name and one hundred and eighty thousand dollars in student loans. And I was in grad school. So I was going to go into the cigar shop with a friend of mine that wanted to open it up, and uh, randomly on Twitter, I got a message that there was a sales reposition open for, uh, for LFD in the Northeast, so New England and New York, and I wasn't doing anything, and the time was up, money was gone, I'd, I'd, I'd lived a bachelor life for two years, golfed, smoked cigars, had a blast. Uh, It looked great on the outside, inside. It was just like you're biding your time until you don't have any money left. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm in a tough spot. I need to move back. I need to go back home. This is a chance for me to get back home, have a job, to go up there. And uh, so I took the job. And I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was something that was going to be, you know, short term and just a way for me to get back to Maine and back in New England with my family's at, kind of like, a, you know, a millennial term safe space, (laughs) you know? So uh, and it really was so. But it turned into something really special. You know, I, I, I started. To, I had a great relationship with Tony, and then I started to have a great relationship with uh, Inez and Lido, and it just grew into something that was beyond that. So I was a rep for about two years, and um, and there was just they're, they're looking to they were looking to grow significantly. I mean, what what our company was eight years ago is very different than what it is now, and uh, it was just really special. and We saw eye to eye on a lot of things. And I, I think, I believe that's kind of what they were looking for. They were looking for someone that had, that could see what their vision was um, and work within that. And and it turned into, you know, almost eight and a half, nine years down the road now, um, something that's become, you know, become my life. So it, it's sure. it's really special. And it's unique. I, again, I, I, none of this was, what was on my plans. And me sitting <laughs> me sitting here being in the cigar business, was, VIP I didn't room even know this at, was a real job.
1: VIP room so. down in Miami, got meats <laughs> being delivered to you. In the in the time that you've been with LFD, what have what has changed? I mean, you guys have had number one cigars, a lot of the new stuff that's coming out is going crazy. You can't walk into a humidor anywhere in the world and not see a chisel tip. Like what has what has that growth been like since you've been there?
4: So this is our twenty fifth anniversary and the the, 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 one of the main reasons that the company's grown the way it has is that the product's excellent. Now, you know, you may like something different, you may not enjoy the flavor profile, you may like a different blend, but quality's never an issue. Like I've never had anybody smoke the cigar and say they're like, oh, it's not. If they say, oh, I don't really, you know, it's not really my flavor profile, but how is the quality? Wow, oh, wait a minute, mm. smoke great, it's perfect. So if I find you something that works, so we, we have plenty of different blends. Uh, So the the company's really been built off of quality, and I'd say the the unique part of the growth over the last eight years is that it hasn't been... uh, There's never been a year where we grew like 100%, where we just doubled uh, what we're doing. You know, we probably could have, um, but Lido and Inez have been really focused on making sure that the quality and the consistency... So when you go in and grab that chisel, every time it tastes the same. If you smoke a Cameroon cabinet, every time you smoke a Cameroon cabinet, it's going to taste exactly the same as it did the time before. Um and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of self-control and you know vision for a future to do that because in this industry what's hot at a period of time you can really strike when the iron's hot sure. and take advantage of a lot of sales situations and make a lot of money and they really have a long-term vision and it's been fun to watch the demand for our product is exponentially higher than what we make and we're growing that and uh, you know for this retailers listening or consumers that have challenges getting cigars because the demand so hard high, we are making more uh, but it's been f- fun and I, I really admire what Lido and Inez have done in not sacrificing quality just for the sense of making cigars it, it's never about making more uh, just for the sake of making more it's about making more when they're able yeah. to make it the same way uh, so i'd say that that's really been the biggest lesson where there's been no sacrifice of quality, there's been no sacrifice in their vision, um, and that that's been something fun to watch for for eight for you know for eight years and be a part of it and see that consistent day to day in their operation.
3: Now, Jonathan, like one of the one of the things we always get asked by uh, people on the dojo and on the Facebook Live that we do is, you know, do you follow other companies? Do you smoke other stuff? Is there some other cigars that interest you? Like other companies that you say, wow? Those guys are really doing something uh, unique and cool. Uh, what other what, what other guys are, do you you know follow in the cigar industry and cigars that you like to smoke?
4: So I, I used to smoke literally everything. Um, I'd say probably the last year and a half I've slowed down tr- of what I you know what I smoke. That's outside of LFD. Um, I've always been partial to LFD, um, but coincidentally, <laughs> my favorite cigar ever is a Patron 1926 Number One Maduro. That's my oh, favorite yeah, cigar. Yeah, so I, I'm a big Padron smoker. I've always enjoyed that. Um, coincidentally, when I was in college and had no money, that's what I smoked and spent my 90% of my student loan money on Padron 1926s. I'm 22 years old, $30 a pop. Why not, right? I'll pay for it in 10 years. So every one of those cigars probably cost me an extra <laughs> an extra 30 bucks. Um, but I've always been a big Padron smoker, um, personally as well. I, I smoke a lot of Davidoff. I like I like. Um, I like Dominican tobacco, and that's really different, Dominican tobacco compared to what I'm normally smoking. And um, when I was a sales rep, I had New York, so I did a lot of business with Davidoff, and they just littered it with me. When I'd go in and be like, hey, try this, try this. So it became something I smoked a lot of uh, just because they, it, was, it was being dangled in front of my face. However, I do smoke a lot of other stuff too. I, I'm not just saying this because Terrence is probably listening and you know, <laughs> taking <the obviously>, notes. <laughs> you know, I have a very good friendship and relationship, um, but I, I think what he's done with the companies he's been with has been truly impressive. Like I smoke a lot more of Agonorsa or Casa Fernandez, whatever I think it's Agonorsa now. I smoke I a lot more it of might, that it might be. I
1: follow what Terrence is doing really closely. <laughs> and I smoke a lot of that Casa Terrence, whatever the hell he's <laughs>
4: <just gonna laughs> all, all I know on his trade shake booth this year, they had like mm-hmm. a caricature of him of him or like uh, they had a painting yes. of him on the booth. I'm like, dude, that was I go, his you first move. move, man. That was yeah. his
1: first move. He said yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for bringing me on. any a photo of me. Forty of these. <laughs> I want you to scatter them throughout the country.
4: <laughs> John. So I, I really, I really do enjoy their cigars. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're one of the, one of the upper echelons in terms of quality, and consistency, in terms of Nicaraguan oh, yeah. tobacco. Sure.
2: Yeah.
4: I, I very sure. rarely smoke an Agonorsa cigar that's not, that's not good. Mm. Uh, right. You know, I, I just don't. I, I don't think I've had one that I've, that I've been like, oh man, that's all right. You know, everyone I've had just really good quality is great. Flavor profile is really unique. Um, I used to smoke a ton of of, uh, of Pepin's products. I used to smoke a lot of My Father, Tatouage. Uh Those guys are from Maine as well. So, you know, the sure. Pete and Casey. So I used to smoke a ton of that. But my smoking slowed down. I just don't smoke as much as I used to. I mean, I still smoke three, four cigars a day. Um, but You're I, really you know, slowing I, down, <laughs> hanging them up. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. so. um, but I, I used to smoke a lot of Pepin's products. Uh, and, and and you know what? I I really, really do enjoy Christian Aroa's cigars. Yeah, I really, really like C L E. I really enjoy Tom Lazuka's asylum products. Zoop um, make some great smokes. So I, I, I really you know, I, I really jump around when I jump around to different cigars now outside of those first three that I mentioned, I, I do smoke a lot of Aganorsa. and I do I try to buy when I when I pick up a cigar and buy something different, I try to buy Uh, Christian. I try to buy stuff from from companies that Terrence is involved in just because I I really respect the way they do business.
1: So there's kind of a legendary ad of Lito and Inez like riding horses through a tobacco field. At LFD, LFD, what percent of your day do you spend on horseback through a tobacco field? Is that like 80%? Kind of like 80% travel? Is it like 80% horseback tobacco field, 20% sales or...
4: Well, I think I think the unique thing about it is is that <clears> the <throat> amount of time we do spend on horseback not in fields like even in Miami I mean sure. <laughs> you think you're driving around yeah, just I mean, yeah, we, it's, we it's not all luxury to and from work and it's just it's down south Beach. People. I don't think people would understand that you know yeah it's
1: got to be it's got be pretty difficult for you um, <laughs> we were talking about earlier before the show privately how do you get the Don it's so like Don Pepine and I don't know if I've heard <laughs> Don Gomez. And I saw somebody Jose Blanco love him to death. Somebody was like, I'm with Don Jose Blanco and I'm like, Do you how do you get donned? Is it like being surred, like knighted? Does is it like, Don is, is Don like a is, a, is it like a made you're like a, a made man or something? Yeah, like at, does one like do you go into like a, a tobacco field and like you like lay on top of a poone <laughs> or something yeah, yeah, like, and they like <laughs> they're like you are now Don
4: <laughs> Gomez. So how does that work? What is
1: it? Do you know anything about that lifestyle? I,
4: I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> However, I am jealous. I am jealous of like a lot of like I don't know if it's the right place, but like Swiss, the sweet, the Switzerland where they're like, I want like Hans in front of me. I want to be Hans Jonathan. Mm, I didn't even
1: know <laughs> what know, does Hans
4: like, mean. I, I think it's a name. I don't know, but I, I was think it's just those Swiss guys. Guy that's all, they're he all just like, named Hans. he, Hans,
2: but he was his name baby. was Peter
4: John, so he was like Peter John von Sloshberger or whatever. And I'm like, I want to be like a von. I want to be like. Hans Jonathan Michael von Carney.
1: <laughs> that's
4: the we, name of the so, next no, LFD release. Know. We
3: can make that happen, I think. Hans that's Jonathan
1: like, von Carney. We can make that happen for that's sure. That's the next Dojo if you release. Know
4: how it works? Let us know. Like, when you figure out how the Dawn thing works, or the Vons, or the Hans, I, I'm 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 100. But no, I uh, I don't know how. The, I think the Dawn <laughs> thing is like a, a name of. It's like a. It's a like a thing of respect, right? Sure, yes. but like, who gets
1: yes. to say, like, I feel like I couldn't Don anybody. And no, if I say Don. You couldn't even... be
3: Don Jack yet.
1: No, oh, he couldn't a... Don somebody. I couldn't Don somebody else. I'm not, no. Yeah. I have a tramp stamp. I'm nowhere near <laughs> Don level. I'm Who's allowed to Don up. somebody else? I how think do you, How it's... does
3: one Don... It has to be from another
1: Don. That's what I was saying, yeah. Right, it's gotta be Don. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just agreeing. It's, it's gotta don be don to, don to don, the don. Speaking of Don... What's uh, What do you guys got coming out this year? Anything new that you are willing to talk about? I think Coop's watching, so you want to break any news? <laughs>
4: so we've got – so this is our 25th anniversary, so it's this a really special crazy year. Crazy stuff. Uh, we, we do have a special 25th anniversary blend and concept that we're working on uh, that will be released at the IPCPR this year. I can't go into any further detail on that other than it will be 100% Dominican. So ah. it will be Dominican wrapper, binder, filler. Uh, Leto's been playing around with some different growing techniques over the last few years. um, So that will utilize some of that tobacco. So that'll be kind of fun. The girl's swinging by here saying Hi. (laughs)
1: you got any wine yet uh people are now calling you don carney in the chat which is
2: pretty outstanding
1: that's pretty cool (laughs) that's you've now been cool don so from now on i'll never refer to you as as john again don i'm sorry about that don Don but if you're if you're don as a white guy it's just kind of a name right like yes don down by the (laughs) down by the store i want to talk about something we'll get into our weekly top five which you will absolutely hate but uh I don't know if you it saw this earlier. Terrence is he's in Philly. He's been in Philly this week. Yeah. Terrence is in Philly this week and he Terrence posts Riley. he posts a picture of a cheesesteak. And he says, I'm at this amazing cheesesteak It, was, place. The worst it was the worst picture <laughs> of a cheesesteak. It's, it's the worst food based photo I've probably ever seen. You couldn't you, you might even need to pull it up on your phone right now if you could. <laughs> it was like Terrence, like went to twelve different trash cans and found the worst <laughs> of each and then decided to post it. What is like food food picture etiquette? Like what's I mean, your strategy there? And can you just bag on Terrence for a little bit? Would you mind I love
4: I love Terence isms. Like I don't know if you notice is, like Terrence takes the same picture of himself. Every picture he's in is the same picture of himself. <laughs> he's got the smile down and everything. And he's just in a different locale or a different place, and it's always the same picture. You can easily just, like, superimpose and not even <laughs> have to travel.
3: Oh, man, I tell you, that was a bad-looking... you got to
1: look that up. Once, once we're off air, you got to check that, that check out. That was a bad-looking
3: cheesesteak. Jack, it's time I think for it's our time. weekly top five that we do every week. So, folks, this week's weekly top five, Jack. We do the weekly top five every week. We do. I think we have. Haven't that's, we, that's why we since call it we weekly. Started doing it, uh, Jack. You it. want to announce what the weekly top five is this week?
1: Well, um, this week is the weekly top five happy endings. So you know, e. like you've watched movies, you know, like great things, just happy endings. All right.
3: Robert so, Kraft. so number <laughs> one, <laughs> number one, dang is it, done. Robert
1: Kraft. <laughs> You're a Patriots fan. That's what we started with. <laughs> number one is Robert Kraft. Now, I have a theory about this. (laughs) The Lord has tested me for 19 years now. And he said, Jack, I'm going to just shove so many New England victories down your throat just to see if you're strong enough to take all of it. And here is the first little breadcrumb, the first little pebble The first little snowflake that starts the avalanche. Robert Kraft, boom, dies in prison. Tom Brady retires. Bill Belichick retires. Robert Gronkowski retires. The Patriots relocate to Mexico City. Earthquake. Team's done. Then, a thousand years of misery for every other team. This is my theory. (laughs) <laughs> Not a happy ending per se, but Robert Kraft had a happy ending. But a happy, happy ending. ending for you. Happy, happy ending for me and happy ending for good old Bobby Bobby K. All
3: right, so num- <laughs> number two, uh, Jonathan, is...
1: The Broncos won the Super Bowl.
3: The Broncos beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship game and win Super Bowl fifty. Happy ending.
1: Yeah. And Patriot the Tom Brady was watching at his house like a loser. We <laughs> still watch the DVD before every Broncos. And game. Tom Brady has not done one thing since. What is look one at, th- look at Jonathan, look how mad he is right
4: now. <laughs> He's literally fuming. He uh, hasn't done one thing yet. He's what has he won? Three Super Bowls since. Ah, it doesn't uh, count. That <laughs> anyway. It doesn't count. Those are all in <laughs> protest. That doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, we got to look. He's turning away. He's, he's telling the lady to come in. Like, <laughs> bring me some. <laughs> where's, the, where's the pretty Colombian girl? <laughs> bring me some steak. All right, Jack. Uh, number three is Shawshank Redemption. I've never seen it. You never seen it? Never seen. <laughs> it. How have you it's never seen? On, on TV every. It's on TNT every other weekend. <laughs> yeah, every single day. You just block. I have five hours to watch with all the commercials. You know, it's
4: been five no
3: hours spoilers, but there's a happy ending.
1: Is, I think I feel it. I on. feel comfortable spoiling <laughs> come on. the 1993 <laughs> classic, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption*. It's, it came out in 1993. If you haven't gotten around to it, oh. by this point, it's it's like that's it's a happy ending. All right, number number four. This one I don't know. The end,
3: the end of Donkey Kong Country. I mean, yes. Come on. He gets I mean, all the
0: bananas.
3: You fight and you fight and you fight and you play and you play and you play and you feel like you can never beat the next boss. But eventually, Donkey Kong gets the horde of bananas. Well, you know
0: what's crazy about that game is we're, me and Matt were beating that game for the first time in 20 years the other day.
1: You get to the end. It's a false ending. You think you won the game. We're high-fiving, taking selfies. All of a sudden, the boss comes back. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this at all. It's incredible. Start hey, over. hey, Don, do, Bo- you, do you have any uh, Donkey Kong Country
4: experience? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Nintendo, Donkey Kong Country. It was excellent. I, you know what? I, I never made it to the end of the game, so I'm glad what? you just told me yes. Jordan, yeah, what me. was going on. no spoilers, Jordan. No spoilers. <laughs> There's a spoiler. No, this <laughs> is God. a good. This
1: is a good spoiler for him because he, it'll, get ya. <laughs> it'll get you. It'll, <laughs> be, it'll <laughs> yeah, get you. It'll. By the way, ready. I have no
4: intentions of going back and playing it to its the completion. Oh well, well, you should. Well, you get
1: one of those Nintendo Super Minis, you know. So what about yeah. the way? What about the way that he says in in Juicy? Like his nose, he's like the stuffiest person in the world. What What was he? I mean, I guess maybe he had some stuff going on with his nose back then. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. All right,
3: our final of the uh, uh, week to top five, Jack, the three little pigs.
1: Yeah, you said this one earlier. The and three I little honest,
3: pigs is a happy ending. It's kind of stupid. Two of them are homeless. Like, oh no, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: imagine there's great insurance. The, like, that's
3: the wolf, like he, he like lowers himself into a boiling pot of a cauldron of water and dies.
1: Seems like a great tragedy. I, like, it's there's incredible. Two, there's two I mean, homeless pigs now. <laughs> there's a wolf. There's like a wolf homicide suicide situation. Like, uh, a lot of foul play. It Doesn't seem uh, like anybody left that situation happy on uh, their end. Everybody who reads it. Everybody who
3: reads the original Three oh. Little Pigs ends with a happy ending, even more than Robert Kraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get to this. Don, um, there's, there's a picture of you. <laughs> Don. I was doing some research. <laughs> I was doing some research, as I do. I'm going on YouTube. And I don't know how long this phase lasted, but like 2016, you kind of had, you went full bald, like shaved, like wild polished look. And there's a, the one thing you search when you search your name on YouTube is you, 2016 IPCPR going over stuff, you look exactly like Lex Luthor. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, what's it like trying to fight Batman? He's got kind of equal resources and also equal Batman. intelligence. Lex Luthor fights Batman. Batman. He fights Superman. Superman.
3: He fights Superman. Lex Luthor is Superman's is, that's Superman's, enemy. Superman's
1: bad guy. Yeah.
3: Come on, Jack. The Joker so- bad guy.
4: So I Mike see you didn't doing... research back fully, Jack, because here's the thing. I've only had hair for the last nine months. I'm 35, and the 30, the previous 34 years of my life, I've been bald. I shaved my head, Robbie since oh, <laughs> you shave head since so kindergarten.
2: You shaved since kindergarten? Yeah,
4: so I've only had hair for like nine months. So people that have known Ooh. me for the last eight or nine years uh, they don't recognize, me. like Terrence can attest to it, like Terrence, what doesn't, re- I, I ran into, I can't remember where I was, but I walked up to him, and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And I was like, dude, I'm like, oh, how's it going, TJ? I called him TJ. And he's like, dude, he's like, I didn't even, he's like, man, he's like, I'm sorry, he's like, I didn't even recognize you. You have so hair. I, I look, yeah, I look completely different than I used to, uh, but most people recognize me as bald, so when they see me with the hair, it's, uh, it's, it's a shock for them. <laughs> this is
1: why I don't do research anymore. I'm glad, I'm so glad, Don, that you didn't say, that you didn't say, like, (laughs) Don. Well, in 2016, I had a really tough fight with uh, cancer, actually. So, Uh. (laughs) that's why I I literally thought when you you stopped me right there that that's what you were about to say. So,. Whew. I'm done with research. You guys, yeah, this is—you're watching live. Research is over. I'm don't. never doing it <laughs> again. Please, please, every Jack. time I think it's funny. <laughs> and aren't well? Isn't it a DC? It's a shared universe, so maybe Lex Luther. Well, he might have been a certain comic book. He I, knew. So so I knew. So I got Lex That's
4: Luther quite a bit. Um, Lex Luther for sure, and then I always used to get when I'd wear like a pea coat and a scarf during the winter. I'd get gr- uh, Gru from uh, oh. Despicable Me. I are you guys to... the
1: t- are you guys the tallest company in the cigar business? I mean, like Tony's <laughs> like forty eight feet tall, and you're not a small person by any
4: means. Tony's six seven. That's incredible. Uh, I'm six three, and then I have a sales rep in South Carolina. His name's they, he, he actually goes by the Judge. They he goes the judge. by the
1: Judge. His yeah, <laughs> yeah. driver's he's license
4: 6'6", six. <laughs> he was an offensive lineman for the Citadel. The ju- he was. And, his uh, name is the Judge. And he plays for the Citadel. The judge, Ed, Ed Bulls, the judge, and he was an offensive lineman at the Citadel. So yeah, no, we uh, we used I I used to be I used to be the second shortest person on the team. Um, this was like six years ago because my rep in I had a uh, rep. He's now with General Cigar's named Sean Hardeman. Sean was six five, so I had six seven, six eight, six five, six four, and I was six three. And there was a guy was like five nine, so I was the second shortest. That, that um, that I think
1: the horse riding aspect has to be just I think on average
3: they might be the tallest. Well, yeah,
1: Omar's really per tall, capital. but everyone
3: else is uh, short. Omar,
1: everyone, all of his other people are short.
3: Willie Herrera's tall, but
1: Jonathan Drew's short. Fit him in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> Who else is tall?
2: Who else is tall? John,
1: that's our next <laughs> Terrence question. Riley. Who else is tall? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: excuse me. Excuse me. I prefer to be called Don. Uh, yeah, sorry, Don. <laughs> sorry, Don. <laughs> sorry, Don. I, <laughs> I Yeah, I
1: meant to... Uh,
4: all right, I so, no, I think we. I think we have the tallest. We definitely have the tallest team. Oh yeah. And, and that first year when we had the whole crew, like we made sure when we walked in, we had like a path. It was like the Mighty Ducks flying V. Oh, yeah. So I'd walk in the front, and it was like rolling in with. The, I mean, it was just a complete unit that we had. Now, Jonathan, I don't. I should have asked you this before. You mean?
1: The, oh, sorry, Don. Donathan. Donathan. <laughs> I,
3: should, I should have asked you this before the show, because this theoretically could have an embarrassing answer, but. Uh, for years, you guys have hosted the after party at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, and it's always a blast. Um, this year, it's become a destination, huh, Jack? Like
1: yeah, people. We, Do- we we're Dojo, posting links. People Dojo are people are
3: flying in from everywhere. We're gonna have a huge crew at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest in August of this year. So, are you guys doing the uh, after party again this year at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest?
4: We we are doing the after yes. party this year. Thank God. I, I coincidentally, however, will not be able to be there because I'm in a wedding. Oh my, uh, no, that's, that weekend. That's So Tony Tony will be out there. Okay. I'll have one of my other sales guys. I might fly the judge out. Um, but yeah, yes. we'll do the after party. And last year was crazy. So it, it was how it start. How it started we was there, I was yes. talking to the guys at Smoker Friendly, and um, the after party just wasn't anything impressive. And I won't say who was involved in it, but there was it just wasn't impressive. So they were going to get rid of it and say, fine. And I said, well, give me a shot. Let's just do this. You know, we'll bring cigars. We'll do some raffles. We'll have a fun time drinking out. And uh, so it went well. And they're like, well, let's try to do it by the pool next year. So then the, the right. hotel let them do it by the pool. That was like three years ago. And then, and then the hotel was like, man, this is great. Because then like 500 people hung out. And then two years ago, we had it by the pool. It was a buffet. They had drinks. And it was the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. Right, yeah, that right. was awesome. That was fun. And then last year they got a DJ and,
3: and, and they some had a and, DJ and a sp- Yeah, a Spanish lady took her clothes off. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was incredible. Was, it was absolutely <laughs> nuts. So we 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 handed out cigars. It was down by the pool. We hadn't eaten anything, so we were there for about two hours by the pool. And then the upstairs area by the restaurants, right by the pool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go grab some food when the party's going on. And I'm sitting up there, and the DJ's like, "We want to thank LFD Cigars for being here tonight and and being part of it and sponsoring the after party. We got John Carney and Jared from LFD here. Thank you so much." And we're like up there eating buffalo wings, and I'm like, "They're they're pimping us out down here and just showing so much so much like like respect just because we're we're just we just happen to be the brand that's involved in it." Uh, so it really evolved into something special. It, it's a, it's a blast. Oh, That's it's exactly what I
1: thought when it is, I saw that elderly naked woman. It, is, said, it, it is. It really it, evolved into something special. It <laughs> is. It
3: is a great event. So if you guys, I mean, uh, if you uh, don't
1: have a wedding going on, if you
3: don't have a wedding, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, Donathan, <laughs> the the two people will. Uh, split ways before so that you can come. I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, I hope things go horribly. I hope things go horribly.
3: They don't they end up like, you know, like breaking up before that because I'd like you to be there because this year's going to be bigger than ever. In fact, Thursday night, uh Jonathan, we have a big Wh- whom? Jonathan, <laughs> we have a big party here in the studio and everybody comes in and that would be amazing if you were there. Um and then Friday night there's the the Drew Estate uh Mega which is at the, at the event location. But then we're having an after party at the Aloft Hotel, which is just like a half a mile away.
4: Love then, that spot.
3: Yeah, and then there's the event on Saturday. Uh, we the will, LFD
1: after party. The
3: LFD after party after that. And we'll be having a, I'm, I, should I say this, Jack? We'll be having a release. Oh. We'll be having a release at the show. <laughs> Another <laughs> dojo collaboration. <laughs> so that'll be cool. So anyways. That one
1: will be our last one ever.
3: That'll be our last one ever. And then we're qu- we quit.
1: Yep, and then that we're starting. That. We're starting Beef Dojo. Beef
3: Dojo from then <laughs> on. In. But, but uh, Jonathan, I want to thank you so much for taking the time on a Friday night to join us on Smoke Night Live. It's it's been great having you. We need to do this more often because you're a killer guest and you got lots of uh, good takes. So we appreciate you being here very much.
4: Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I'd be happy to come on any any time to talk uh, mostly meat and then maybe a little bit of cigars. <laughs> that's, that's what our I new podcast have,
1: is called,
3: Mostly Meat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I do have one other thing that we do have coming. Okay. Um, the Tobaccoist Association of America's 51st meeting is coming up uh, this weekend. It starts on Sunday.
3: And I'm really jealous that I'm not going to be at Casa de Campo.
4: Yeah, I love the, the property. It's beautiful down there. Oh, it's God. always a great time uh, with those retailers. But we do have our uh, TAA uh, offering of their exclusive series program uh, that's going to be coming out. Um, it will be uh, – we're actually doing two cigars this year. Wow. Um, it will be uh, It'll be two cigars. We're going to play off – I can't – I have to be somewhat vague because we, <laughs> we just got the packaging finished today. Um, so we, we don't – that's why there's no details out there because we, we were just wrapping up boxes. Well, if you don't packaging. give Coop
1: details on the TAAs, <laughs> he's going to – Gut you Coop <laughs> you know. has personally told me That he will harm and injure Anybody that doesn't give him the TAA info
3: Somewhat vague was your uh, nickname in junior high Yeah, that was kind of what the
1: bullies <laughs> called me I don't know if that, that was my
3: nickname No, that's good to know So two TAA releases Normally that's You just do one
4: Right? Yeah, we're going to be doing uh, we're going to be doing a natural and a Maduro version. Okay, it will play off of their fiftieth anniversary and wow. it'll play off of our fiftieth anniversary blend we had last year. Hmm. Um, the information will be become available uh, next week once we get down there and Tony and I can uh, take some professional iPhone pictures. Uh, for some media outlets, but uh, but thank we do have our new TA program coming out, and uh, that's something I'm really excited about. So
3: thank God he brought it back to cigars. We almost <laughs> we, we almost we we almost talked the whole yeah, show who's the <laughs> talking about cigars. <laughs> uh, no, hang with uh, don't go away, Jonathan. We're going to talk to you after the show, Jonathan. Um, sure. So uh, don't go away. But everybody, I want to thank uh, Jonathan Carney, Vice President of Sales for La Florida Dominicana. join us on Smoking Live, Jack. What a great show!
1: What a great show! I, 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 I see why. I see why Coop could have him on for three hours. Yeah, we could have done three hours we, easy. We could
3: have easily. In fact, we've we've gone way over our normal time. Yeah, which is great. But it was all fun. And uh, so, guys, uh, tonight, remember, this is it, guys. Get ready. If you if you can, if you can make it to Famous Smoke Shop in Easton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Come uh, to on to April 5th, it's come to Famous. Going come to, Rocky to inc- Cigar Fest. It's going to be an incredible night there. Uh, with the release of the night stick, it's gonna go super fast. And then tonight we're gonna be on the dojo all night long, doing some now playing, having we're some smoking. fun. We're smoking, we're drinking, we're doing whatever. Share what you got. I wanna see what you guys are smoking. Post it on the dojo app. That's the fun of this thing. Post it on there, let us see what you're smoking. We'll go from there. Next week we have a big huge announcement. I can't tell you the guest because it has to do with, with the announcement. With the announcement. <laughs> and I don't wanna to s- I don't wanna like uh you know, like, uh, blow the are announcement. You finally,
1: are you finally promoting me to president of Cigar Dojo? No. But we Shh. do have a big <laughs>
3: announcement coming next week about the Cigar Dojo, and our guest will be... What about VP of Sales? Possibly. Okay. Because anybody, <laughs> anybody can do that. That's barely... Those are just words. <laughs> <laughs> this is just words. That's <laughs> not even a real thing. So uh, hang with us. Uh, remember to be with us next week. And until then, remember, never, never. smoke, smoke alone. alone. John, hang with us for one minute.
0: Hey, my friends. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out all the amazing features we offer at jrcigars.com. Join our JR Plus and get free shipping and exclusive offers for an entire year at one great price. Subscribe to our Cigar the Month Club and we'll send you five premium cigars each month, plus a sixth one if you're a JR Plus member. Lastly, download our Beat the Dealer app or play the brand new desktop version featuring a brand new slot game. You can win cigars and other great prizes, while also taking advantage of exclusive daily deals. Experience all this and more at JR Cigar, the world's largest cigar store, just a click away.